Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to a Sunday sermon. I must say, I'm very happy to be back. Because I must admit, <clears throat> I had doubts whether I was ever going to be able to do this again. And I felt that I would invite St. Thomas back. As you know, St. Thomas had doubts <clears throat> about the resurrection of our Lord. So I know that he has something he wants to speak to us about. And thank you so much for tuning back in. <clears throat> yes, everyone, I would like to thank you for allowing me to come back and return. Barry's correct. I had doubts. And I know as we watched him trying to recover that he had serious doubts as well. You see, he was very sick. And a human never ever knows when God wants him to come home. Now, Barry's has much to do. He's done much in the past, and he still has some things to do in the future. So God has seen fit to restore his health. It's happening slowly, but he is coming to gain strength, that he can do this once more. You see, we need somebody to speak. We need somebody that has no doubts. I had doubts. You have doubts. I know that Barry had many doubts in the past month. But as you see, there's no need to worry. You are all in God's hands. You should have no doubts about that. If you truly believe in God, and I know most of you that are listening do, then you should have no doubts. You see, you are a child of God. He has a spark of energy in each of you. Now, how you use that spark of energy, that's another story. But there is no doubt that his energy is within all of you. Many of you don't believe it. I can understand that. It's a very, very difficult concept. Many of you don't believe that God even exists. Now, I'm not talking about those of you that listen every, every week to our sermons or listen to our messages or God's words. You understand and you have no doubts. You are so much happier than those that doubt. Can you imagine what it would be like if you felt that when you closed your eyes on that final day, that that was the end? That's not even logical, but there are many, many out there that believe that. You see, that's far from it. There are many dimensions around you of heaven. God, God has provided for all of your souls. He has provided something for everyone, even for those of you that don't believe, for those of you that do great evil. There is even a place in heaven for you. Now, that might be hard to believe, but now it's not a good place, and you don't want to be there. But God, in his knowledge, has provided a place for everyone. 
You see, souls are everlasting. They have energies that don't go away. Never will. Don't even think about it. Each soul has an energy. Each soul has self-determination. And each soul has the ability to make its own decisions. These are all things of which you should have no doubt. You see, when I walked the earth with our Lord, <coughs> I felt that he was human. I couldn't understand that he was truly God. He didn't make a big point of it. We knew he was special. We knew that when he spoke, no one ever spoke like that before. We know that when he created miracles, no one had ever done that before. You see, we were very simple people. We were carpenters. We were just trying to raise our families, trying to do what was best. So he was always very special to us, but we never really understood the true intricacies of just how special he was. He told us that he would be leaving us, and he did. The Romans crucified him. And then this great, incredible miracle takes place. He returns. His soul resurrects from the dead. No one has ever done that before. So you see, we would be entitled to have a few doubts about something that no one's ever done before. He came back to us. He appeared. And I was blessed to be able to speak with him and to actually touch him. There's no doubt. He returned from the dead. He created the greatest miracle ever. Imagine what he did. You can't. You see, he even overcame all of the great natural laws. He did what only God could do. He returned from the dead. Once he returned, then he went back to heaven, and there he still resides. But the fact that he returned, the greatest miracle of all time, you got to cut us a little slack here. There's no way that those of us that walked among him could ever understand what he was going to do. In many instances, you will never ever understand what he is going to do. You will not understand his timings. You will not understand how much time he gives you to live this life. Many people are taken with short lives. And many people are given much time. You have no way of knowing. The one thing that you do know is that you're here to serve him. The one thing that you do know is that you are here to make the most of your time. <coughs> Sorry, folks. <coughs> Have no doubts that heaven is real. Have no doubts that your soul is going to heaven. Everyone's does, so you should not be an exception. 
have no doubt that God wants you to serve him. God wants you to help others. You see, I used the word serve him, but it is only through helping others that you can serve him. He doesn't really want you to go out and specifically say, I'm only going to serve you. I only want to do what you want. He wants you to help others. Now, maybe I'm not real clear in what I just said. When you serve God, you help others. You help the young. You help the children. You help all of those that need help. You do all of the things that he wants you to do. Now, it's a fine line. He's not saying, oh, I want you to bring me pieces of gold to serve me. He wants you to serve others, and through serving others, you serve him. It's that simple. He wants you to believe. He wants you to have no doubts. He went to great lengths to live a life that would explain everything for you. When he returned, he knew exactly what was ahead of him. He knew that he was going to be crucified by the Romans. He knew that he was going to serve a short life. Imagine, he only lived three years in his ministries. Think of what he accomplished in three years. Think about what you accomplished in an entire lifetime. Compare. You'll find that there is really little comparison. But all of those of us that served him, we did the best we could. We followed his words. You see, that was the most important thing. We had to follow his words. We had to understand what he wanted of us, and we had to follow through. Once he passed and was gone, it was up to us. Today, it's up to you, because he's not here. It's up to each to follow his words and to do the best they can do. It's up to each to go out and help others live a good life and mostly have no doubts. You see, doubt, that can weaken your foundation of faith. Worry can weaken it. There's many things can weaken your foundation. He knows that. He tries to do everything that he can to make it as easy for you as possible. He speaks to you every week. Many of you listen, but many of you don't. We try to figure out how to bring those words to more people, but it's very difficult. You see, God knows evil's everywhere. He created it. He established a world where you have to face it. You can't hide from it. If you follow evil instead of his words, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You see, evil creates doubt. You don't want doubt in your life. You want to 
<coughs> you want to simply go out and follow his words. You see, I'm following what he wants me to do today. I'm trying to bring you the words of one of the holiest of saints. And it's not easy. I'm, there's going to be a day that I'm going to heal. And then we'll be back to normal. But he wants me to follow through with this. Have no doubts that he wants me to bring you the words of Thomas today. You see, Thomas is an incredible individual. Connie and I have learned to know him. We've had him on our show many times, the different shows. And he has that inner knowledge, that inner ability to understand exactly what is taking place. He lived it. Joseph walked the earth with our Lord. He knew exactly what was taking place. He grieved with the rest of them. He cried with the rest of them. And he knew exactly what had taken place. The Romans had taken his Lord from him. What he didn't know was that God, God can do anything. What he didn't know at the time was that God was going to bring Jesus back to them for a short visit. It was a short visit that was a prelude to an eternity in heaven where they would know the souls of Jesus. You see, all of the disciples are gathered back together in heaven. They still serve God. They're still with Jesus, and they are still passing on his words. It's not easy. I know as you look around and look at all this evil that is taking place, then you truly understand that the words of goodness, the words of our Lord, are not being heard by as many as should be hearing it. It's up to all of us to do what we can. It's up to all of us to sit here and think about how we can help others. It might be just simply speaking words that we know people understand and have faith in. It might be going out and using your money to help others. It might be out recruiting others to volunteer and to come forth and serve God. We all have our roles, and none of us truly understand what those roles are. But you receive the guidance that you know to have no doubts. I truly wish that it would be possible to go back in time and start over many things, but it's not. You have to make the most of it. You have to do what you know is right. And you just simply have to make the best of your time. 
So thank you for listening, Thomas, to myself a little bit today. I know I don't usually speak like that, but you use the time you have. Thank you for tuning. I know that God's here. He's blessing all of you. And I know we'll be back again next week. Hopefully I can speak a little better then, but it's whatever God wants. So goodbye. Have a great week. Tell your friends about us. They'll thank you for it. Thank mm-hmm. you.